Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, everybody. We are here. New one. It's a new podcast. It's a new day. It is a new day. You got to love new days because some days need to end and you need a new some day. Some days do need to end. This yes. is one of those days. We got a new day. We're recording. We're here. We're, we're happy. We're, we're ready rolling. to go. Sometimes the technology do doesn't uh, help you out very much. This is a fun one too. I'm excited. So yeah, this is going to all be for self-directed accounts, retirement accounts. We're going to talk about yep. everything. Now, just keep in mind. Oh, we have we're doing two it. parts to this. Yeah. Because it's so great, we could we could fit, <laughs> only fit it into to two. We couldn't do it all on one. Right. Yep. We don't want people stuck here for three hours That's on one right. podcast. And the second one's going to talk about some really awesome tools that you've probably never heard of. And uh, it's going to introduce some tax-saving type strategies and actual oh, yeah. tools that you can well, use with your retirement accounts that are just going to be like, amazing so you gotta stick tuned for that one yeah and the, and the thing that's cool about it is it, you guys always make fun of me and i geek out a little bit but mm-hmm. but we've literally it's almost 20 years in the making that we've we've 20? built this tool out almost 20 yeah a long time long time to where we've built this tool that gives opportunities in a way that I, I, I really don't think it exists on any other financial platform anywhere it's, it's a crazy powerful if it tool it was I would too, because nobody's a glutton for punishment like we are. Nope, nobody is. No, no, no. So, so that's part two. But yeah, but part one's still good. Like, don't skip that. You can't skip this one to get to part two. Like, like, let me ask you, Ryan. Who, like, is is your second son your favorite son or your first son your favorite son? Like, I mean, they're both favorite, right? Of course. Of course, I like both of, course. of them the same. Yes, so that's like these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, imagine watching Empire Strikes Back, and you've never seen Star Wars. Oh yeah, makes zero true. sense. Yeah, you'd you'd be wondering what the like, the what is this big yeah. furball walking around? Who's that? Why exactly? Right? Why does he keep is. growling? Mm-hmm. Who are these random robots that go beep that's beep? Right. Yeah, exactly, dude. Okay, so you got to watch this episode okay. and then go to episode two. Episode two. Yep, love it. So this episode, we're going to talk and really break down some of the basics. When we start talking about retirement accounts, we're going to start defining terms. What are the terms that, uh, what what do they mean? So first distinction that we have to make is the difference between qualified money and non-qualified money. You'll hear us talk about that a lot. So just know when we say qualified money, we mean any money that is inside of a retirement account from IRA. 401k, 457, 443b, yeah, 443b, 401a, that's something, right? SEP, simple. SEP, simple, yeah. That's right. qualified, and then everything else is right. non-qualified. Right. Okay. Like, so if you and your wife, yeah, if you and your wife have a joint savings account, a joint brokerage account, if you own property together, those are taxable accounts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're qualified because they qualify for special tax treatment. Yep, exactly. Okay, that's the first one. 
Now, qualified, in, non-qualified. Gotcha. In the qualified quadrant, there's now two this, more categories. In this vector right here. Yes. Okay, yeah. we're moving down this side. You can see me do this to this side. This is qualified. There's Roth and traditional, right? Roth, named after Betsy Roth, right? <laughs> Betsy Roth. She invented no. the Roth. IRA. No, she, she did not. Oh, she didn't? <laughs> Betsy okay. Roth. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. No, let's come back. Not Betsy Roth. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought she okay. was famous for. <laughs> no. Betsy Ross. Let's Betsy Ross. Ross. What, what, what is Betsy Ross famous for? Did she write a Stitching song or, the flag. or flag? <laughs> okay, flag. Okay, okay. That's what I couldn't remember if she wrote flag. a song. I couldn't remember if she wrote the song or stitched the flag. Okay. <laughs> no, not Roth. R-O-T-H, not R-O-S-S. Oh, Roth. Gotcha. Okay, so 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 think about it this way. Ryan is the Roth, Ty is the traditional, mm-hmm. right? Here we go. Okay. So there's a difference. Do you mind if I, because if you're talking about Betsy Ross, I think I'm going to jump Please. in and be the one to explain this jump difference. In. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Ryan Roth, Thai traditional. So traditional, and it can be with any of the retirement accounts, it can, well, I shouldn't say that. Not all of them have Roth options, but for the most part, it's like you, like you can have a Roth or a traditional type of the retirement account, like a 401k can have a Roth or a traditional. The IRA has a traditional and Roth. You know, some don't like a SEP doesn't. But anyways, my point is Roth and traditional, the main difference is the tax savings, right? Meaning one, so tie traditional, my traditional account is it saves me taxes today because it reduces my taxable income today. So let's say I make five grand. If I make five grand and I have a traditional account, 401k, IRA, whatever, when before I pay the government taxes on my five grand, I carve off the five hundred bucks that I'm going to contribute. So now my taxable income is forty five hundred bucks, not five grand. Okay, so that's pre tax. It's also called tax deferred, right? Mm-hmm. Traditional. It, it, that's my it's traditional a tax account. deduction. Right, deferred tax deduction. Right. So Ryan's Roth. So same thing. Ryan makes six grand because Ryan's more efficient. He's he's he gets paid more because he's better than I am with these things. So Ryan makes six grand, but Ryan wants to do a Roth contribution. As far as the IRS is concerned, Ryan gets taxed on all $6,000 first, pays his taxes. Then he takes what's left over and takes 500 bucks out of his account, puts it into his Roth. So it's after tax. The difference is both of our monies grow without any taxation along the way for the next 25 years. On the back end, when we start to pull money back out into the real world for real use, mine was tax deferred, so I pay taxes on my 500 bucks that's now grown to whatever dollar amount in year 25. Ryan, since he already paid the piper, pays zero taxes when he's done. Yes. So, right? So, so traditional is tax deferred. I get the tax savings and deductions today. Ryan's Roth, no tax deductions today. But it grows tax-free, and then when he's done, when he pulls money out, nothing on the back end. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All about Simple enough. how each of them is taxed and contributed. So those, those two counts. So really fast, too. It, so some will say, oh, this one's better than the other. There definitely are benefits of one and the other. Um, and depending on the tax season and where you think taxes are going, you can make an argument for either or. 
to be frank, my what I really love is when I get to work with somebody who's you know in their you know 50s, 60s. Um, we don't want to have all dollars in the traditional because then it's you know all the dollars we pull out we have to account for taxation. If you've got a good healthy mix of Roth dollars or tax-free dollars, traditional dollars or tax-deferred dollars, and individual or taxable, right? Those are taxable in the actual event. If you've got a good healthy mix of all of those types of, of taxation dollars, yeah, there's a lot of really cool things we can do from a strategic standpoint. So there's strategies that relate to both Roth and traditional. Some are better than others, but, you know, just keep in mind, it's like if, if, if somebody's saying, oh, just do all one or all the other, it's like, eh, there's, it's a lot more. We're talking about the IRS here, right, people? That's the whole point of what Ryan and I are trying to do is help you mitigate, have, stay away from the IRS. Like I'm pushing them away as much as possible, yeah. right? And so having a good healthy mix helps us do that a lot easier. Yep, so. healthy mix. Healthy mix. Now, not not Betsy Ross. That's right. Now, <laughs> you like that. Now, I did. I liked that a lot. We're going to split that up now. Okay, we've come down from qualified. Now we've got split that up to the Roth so and we're the traditional. That, okay, we're working we're on our, our tree. Now, the other part of this to, to keep in mind is, is that all retirement accounts, Roth and traditional, have to have custodians who are essentially the custodian or trustee or operator of the actual account, right? They're making sure that you're playing with the IRA appropriately and investing it appropriately. Now, there are two kinds of custodians as well, and each custodian really kind of fits into one or the other. So the first one, we just call it. This is our name yeah, for this, it. This yeah, is no, this is nothing this official. Is, it's kind of like Betsy Ross. And this is yeah. like the Betsy Ross, the Roth IRA is first type is conventional. So conventional is what we normally think about with companies like Fidelity and Merrill Lynch. They are allowing you to invest into stocks and bonds and um, all of that, right? They allow you to do all of those things. So this conventional uh, custodian uh, allows you to invest into stocks and bonds, Mutual funds, right? Things that work just kind of normally kind of used to that you would have with your 401k, Vanguard, you know, these kinds of yep. names. I want to jump in there because the, the world of, of investing is really open to anybody, but it's what the custodian, like they still have a choice, right? They still, they can still choose what they want to allow on their platform for you to yeah, invest yeah. in. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like people that want to buy Bitcoin, you can't buy it on Fidelity, but you can buy it on Robinhood. Now, Robinhood's different because they don't do any qualified accounts. They don't do they don't do, they don't deal anything in what we're talking about. Now that may change, but for right now they don't. So Fidelity does, and and you're right. So but typically, typically it's very common for the way they make their money: stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, well, and you get the gist. And and uh, that's important. That's a business model that they have chosen. They yes, have chosen to do it this way because that's how they can basically make their money and fees and um, how they, they sell products and things like that. So, Well, and, th and think about how easy it is to use, like, if you want to trade on E-Trade or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's easy. They, they get that. They're like, okay, people just want to buy and sell a stock. They want to buy and sell a Tesla. Yeah, okay, we'll make it easy right. for them. So, yep, yeah, yeah. exactly. So conventional is one way. If you've got an IRA, 
you're you're going to have your your IRA at, at either a conventional custodian like that, or you'll have your IRA at a self-directed custodian. So self-directed, as it say, states in the name, is you are basically now more free to invest into different kinds of assets that the conventional custodian doesn't allow. So we're talking like real estate or private companies or private partnerships, right? Tax liens. Yeah. Uh, hard money lender. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have a client who is a passive investor in a board game company. Like he, his, his, his self-directed IRA owns a board game company. Like he is like a minority owner in that. Is board spelled B-O-R-E-D or? Um, board. However you spell board games. I can't, it's based on like, like a board. B-O-A-R-D. I think like bar, like board board. I'm just saying because it's, that sounds boring. Boring. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's made a crap ton of money with it, so he's happy. So yeah, okay. That's so yeah, so the boring. self-directed world. The self-directed world, if you went to Fidelity and said, hey, Fidelity, I want to take, I've got $200,000 with you. I want to take, you know, 50 grand. Oh, in fact, you know what? Okay, here's what it reminds me of. Do you remember the movie Hitch? Did you ever yes, see the I movie do. Hitch? Mm-hmm. Kevin James. Okay. Will Smith. Kevin James. Will Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Very good movie. The Love Doctor, right? Will Smith, very smooth man, right? I love the dancing scene in that one where he's like, no, this is your happy place, right? <laughs> this is your happy place. Let me I've start doing the Q-tip it. thing. <laughs> you haven't? No. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good movie. No. You really haven't seen the movie? You got to go see the movie. No. Okay. In that movie, there's this fictional character. I don't know who the actress is that plays her, but she's really pretty. Anyways, and she's this model, and she has all this money, and she comes into this boardroom with, like, like 10 men in, you know, three-piece suits and just, like, you know, all buttoned up and, like, Wall Streety and this and that. And they're like, she's like, you know, I really, I've got a friend who I want to invest in their business. This is rad. And they're all like, no, can't do that. We don't recommend that. That's kind of the old school conventional way, right? Yeah. And not that it's bad, but they're just, that's not in their wheelhouse. And then in the movie, Kevin James, like, wants to make a scene because he really likes the girl and he wants her to remember him. And he's like, slams the table and he's like, you should be able to do whatever you want with your money. It's your money, right? So, and that's kind of like what the self-directed world allows is, yeah, there's if you invest, invest in your friend's right. business. Now, now there's, there's some fine nuances there. We won't get into it on this, on this podcast, but, you know, anyway, so yeah. So, you know what it's like, Ryan? I love this. You get an analogy. Am I, am, I, am, I, am I too early to jump into this analogy? I love to, this analogy. To analogy. Okay. So the, the old, uh, the custodial world of like the Fidelities and Schwabs, you know, that's, everybody understands that's mainstream. The self-directed world is a little bit like the Wild West, Ooh. right? It's a little nice. in that the, the rules are there, but it's like how you're going to have to fend for yourself. It's different. The laws yeah, exist, it really is. but you're yeah. kind of on your own. If you take your boat out past the buoys and you're in international waters, things are totally different. Wait. No, wait. Now we went what to maritime. Let's come back to wild, wild West. Let's go back to Wild West. Let's go back to the Wild West. <laughs> like the, the laws, I guess, are different out, out to sea. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I'm too many, too, too many analogies at once. Waters are so, so the conventional custodian is corralled cattle. Yes. And, and then the wild and, yes. and the self-directed custodian is free range 
cow. Free range beef. Yes, exactly. Now, now I could be will wild jump in and say little attack. There here. are coyotes. There mm-hmm. could be coyotes out there, yeah. or you might get shot. Yeah. You know, we forgot that we should have. I should have brought in. Like, I need my like cowboy hat. <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town. Um. So yeah, so conventional fidelity, self-directed. Again, they're so they're actually fundamentally the exact same things, yes. but the 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 real world functionality. So fundamentally, they're the same. The functionality, and and, and I'm actually going to take a step back because no matter what, when you have qualified dollars, right, right here, I'm going to go back up Ryan's little little ladder here where we were coming down. Remember, these are qualified taxed saved dollars, right? The IRS requires some involvement, right? There needs to be some reporting and understanding. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of red tape around these kinds of accounts. That's why Robinhood yeah, doesn't do these. Yeah, they got to keep track of yeah, what's Robinhood going on. Doesn't, but... Yeah, Robinhood doesn't want to. Yeah, so right. so okay, again, so, so because these are all being watched and managed, that's where these custodians are so important. So, but, and then, it, again, coming back down. Fundamentally the same, functionally very, very, very different. So yeah, the way they function, and so here's sort of now the the issue that we want to get to, which is here are the problems that each of those custodians, or I should say, the problems that you as an as an IRA owner will face with each of them. Okay, because now we want to come around at the very end and start to provide some solutions to that. So problem, there's basically three big, big problems with each of them. So here are the problems with the conventional and, and, and Ty, you tell me which ones you want to fill in for. So one problem is for conventional custodians, you're limited to basically stocks and bonds. Now, maybe a little bit wider than that, mutual funds, REITs, publicly traded REITs, right? You can do you know, you can you can probably get your account set up to maybe you can do an option type trading platform. But I mean, you are limited to really the public um, uh, markets with a conventional. Or, 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 or even, you, I mean, you may be able to do some private placements, but again, there's some. accreditation rules. But, I can't imagine. But, but it's only really let you do that? Yeah, I think so. Like a Reg so. D private... E, e, Yes, some well, so there's some like reg A's that you can, reg but but what sense. has to happen is not like Bob Marley reg A, but reg regulation A, not sure. reg A. Oh, reg A. Um, okay, that reg. I got you. Now you see where I'm going. That was that your right jokes are way better than mine. I I've been a dad for too long, so my jokes are dad jokes. Okay, so <laughs> it depends though. Like if 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 the if the company that's issuing the the fund, the reg A type fund or reg D fund, they would have to have an agreement in place with Fidelity to be able to oh, do yeah, it. Yeah. Not all not okay. all not all custodians sense. carry that. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there there is just this limitation to uh, where your money can can really go. So there's really no self-direction like buying real estate on that. Um and or, you know, a, a a real private business, you know, your buddy starting a company and they need some seed capital to to get the company going. There's just no option for you to do that like your friend's board game company. Yes, exactly. Yes. B O A R D. So yeah, so if you went to if you went to Fidelity today and said, "Hey, I'm going to buy some real estate." Yeah. They would they would look at you kind of funny and say, "What?" You know, the other thing I want to I want to distinguish here too is 
distinguish between this is is that there's a lot of conventional custodians as we're referring to them, right? That um that will say, Oh yeah, we've got self-directed IRAs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah, got yeah. self-directed with us. They do say that. They'll say that every time. But what, what they mean is that you can self-manage your stocks and bonds. That's yeah. what they mean. Because the whole key is understanding why each particular business model does and does not work for what you, the investor, want to actually do. Yeah. We're, we're kind of like Kevin Janes in that we want to give yeah. you the opportunity. We, uh, we're willing to pound on the table in the room of boring Wall Street people and say, no, we believe in John Doe and his decision to invest in a board game or Sally Mae and her wanting to buy a piece of real estate. Okay. So, so, um, the, the idea here is that they're going to, so if they say self-directed, what I mean with that too, is that they're going to be like, yeah, you can buy your stocks and bonds Mm -hmm. on your own. That's your self-directing which you're buying. It's like, yeah, that's true, but you're not actually being able because they're they're not going to support that yeah. okay so that's they, the problem they play in the corral they you play in the corral what's oh. in the corral yes you can invest whatever's in that little that little uh, absolutely play absolutely yep. so that's the limitations there now move to a true self-directed custodian company who now opens up the corral now it's you're really out on the range their limitations then end up being is that you can't go back into the corral. How do you get back in to invest directly into stocks and bonds right. if you wanted to? Right. Right? There's, there's, there's really no easy way to do that. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and you bring up a great point because um, I was talking with somebody, with, with one of our clients the other day who had listened to this real estate seminar and they had they had one of these uh, you know self directed custodians on, and, and they were kind of like pounding their chest about the fact that they have four hundred million dollars sitting in cash yeah. in their in their custodial platform. Like like so, that was a badge of honor, and, yeah. and it's like that four hundred million dollars is literally doing nothing. Yeah. So you're bragging that your investors actually don't have a place for that money to go. Okay. Yeah, you're bragging <laughs> that people aren't nice. even keeping up with inflation. Yeah. Perfect. Which is a big, in fact, in fact, anybody thinking about self-directing, again, just understand that, that, that you, that that is a problem in the self-directed world. Now, obviously, you know, you and I are a little biased and we've got a solution, a really good solution for it, mm-hmm. but we're going to get everywhere that. else. Yeah. Again, because think about their business model. The business models are very different. Fidelity likes the idea of buying and selling stocks. They make money when bought, stocks are bought and sold. Mm-hmm. A self-directed custodian, they don't buy and sell stocks. They don't make any money that way. And so if your money's sitting with them doing nothing, they, they don't care. They're still going to be making their money. They do. They so. charge their fees based upon what you just got on deposit, really, what you rolled over. And, and, and transactions. Yep, and transactions that you in, in, engage in. So, so now what we're talking about is we've got, really, we've got two different worlds uh, that these custodians operate in. And they are good for each one, depending on what it is that you want. But here's now the problem, right? The problem is, what if you want both? How easy is it then to set up both and then more importantly, move money in between them? How long does it take on average to move money between one of the custodians to another one, self-directed to a conventional? Right. And here's the other thing that you bring up a really good point because 
you know, where the fidelities of the world have kind of been in the same system. It's like, hey, we know our lane. We're going to stay in our lane. We're not doing, we're not going to give clients anything else. It's not because they're jerks. It's just they know what they, they know what their, their role is. And, and, and now, so in the same vein, the self-directed world, they know their role too. Now, again, they're the same fundamentally as far as like what they're, the IRS considers them for their purpose, but in functionality, they're so different. They do not play well with each other. Yeah. They do not play well. They're with like each cats other. and dogs. Yeah. They're and like not water, the kind that, cuddle that I see on TikTok. Oil. oil and water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't, they don't play. It's like, you know, it's like two of my daughters trying to share the same bathroom. <laughs> that doesn't work well. It doesn't. And work. I'm not, I, I hopefully that doesn't come across sexist. I'm just telling you, it doesn't work well. So it, yeah, they do not play well with each other because again, their business models are at odds with each other. Right. Right. And, the, the and fidelity doesn't. They don't want to yeah. move money fast between them. No, that's the other no. part of it. Fidelity, fidelity doesn't want to take money off of their platform and kick it to some rando, mm-hmm. self-directed custodian because. Think about that. If, if, if we can wait an extra one to two weeks to give you your money, and that we're talking billions and billions of dollars, how much do you think Fidelity is making on those billions and billions of dollars? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and vice versa, if, if, the, if this self-directed company I was talking about that was kind of pounding their chest about $400 million, if they leave that sitting there and then they make it really hard for you to use and a lot of red tape... Yeah, they're making money on that deposit too. So that's the whole point. They, they do not play with it. So yes, that, in fact, I want to. I, I, I want to finish this thought because I'm going to go off off a little bit for a second because I've again Ryan and I have been in this world for a long time and we've married these two and we're going to get into this in just a second. Hey, don't give them the secret. I know, yet. I know, but but I'm not. I'm not. But what I want people to understand is, believe me when I tell you. If you want to try and marry these two on your own or build these two, like I can't, I've got clients I've talked to where it takes months to go from fidelity, again, a very sophisticated platform to their self-directed custodian or back. It takes months. And if you're looking to buy a property right now in this market today, you wanted to buy property. Can you wait two months to get a deal? Well, more, more than that, who is helping you do it? No, is this is a anybody great point. Let, let's interested that no. in helping you do it? No. Is your advisor no. at, at Fidelity interested no. in helping you move money? Is the custodian no. at the self-directed part, is that customer no. service person interested in helping you move well, money? Well, you, you, you do bring up a good point. You. You, you bring up a good point because I want to clarify that too. In the self-directed world, they're, they're, they are not advisors, they're not allowed to advise. They are not fiduciaries. They are not regulated by the Security and Exchange Commission as advisors. They, in fact, again, you put $100,000 with a self-directed platform and you say, hey, I've got some questions about this property. Yeah, no, they'll say, okay, yeah, this is how you transfer your money. But if you say, well, but I don't, you know, I had some questions. I don't know, like, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? I, I can't help you. That is going to be your answer every time is they are not going to help you at all. They're not going to help you. So they've, they've perfectly walled off their business model so that they make it difficult and or deter you, the IRA owner, from choosing to move away from them 
right? Yes. At both sides. You're talking about the, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yep. Custodians, yep, exactly. have, they, they have created, whether it's conventional or not, they've just created it to where they're like, we want to keep you here and we want to keep you on, on our platform because we need to make money from you. They're not, not interested in the back and forth kind of process. And I will say, I, I will say that it's, it, it's, in my opinion, it's not malicious. I, I don't think, I don't think they're doing this to like just be jerks, right? They're not like the IRS or something like that where they're like just trying to screw you over. It's, they're not efficient and they're definitely trying to keep their bottom line as high as they can. But I don't think it's malicious with intent. I, I really truly believe it's like, you know, look, like, they there is there are good intentions but like to be kind of go above and beyond it doesn't really make financial sense to these companies to do that yeah that's more of you what i'm saying like, it doesn't make sense for them to try to be flexible and helpful on anything that doesn't add to their bottom line and you know they train their staff for that yep exactly now exactly here we go now solution to this boom do you like the, the term that I put on there for the system? Minotaur, yeah. The Minotaur. <laughs> Going back to Greek and Roman mythology. The Greek mythology. A man's body and a bullhead. <laughs> so here's what... The, now, this is... When I first met you, right? Yes. You were... This was three plus years ago. You were trying to put together this very thing. You were basically working on making this. And when I first saw it, immediately I went, oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. Like yeah. every single person who has an IRA should have this. Whether you want to do well, real estate. Or 401k. Or 401k. Or 401k. It doesn't matter. if you. Everybody should have access to this because this is exactly what every person needs truly that has a retirement account so what we've done right maybe i should let ty do this because this is really ty's baby no you're okay well i'll jump in when you too you're you're making me i'm blushing a little bit i'm i'm you know i I appreciate it i ty Ty is really the uh the the nerdy professor that has taken it's anti-matter and matter and fused them together Because basically, this hybrid Minotaur system, <laughs> yeah, we'll get that as we'll put that Minotaur. <laughs> this as a, freak of nature. <laughs> yes, basically, yeah. it is setting up a conventional and a self-directed account, and then connecting them through you know basic technology API bank links, in which now people can transfer money between them, pretty easy. So you get the world of the conventional uh, custodian in which you can have access to stock and bonds. You can have access to you and I as an investment advisors, and you can invest your money into that world. Oh, I found a property. I want to move some money over to my self-directed side, and I want to buy this property. Ty, can you move $10,000 over there so I can get that? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll do that in two days. Three days, I'll move that money over there. Well, I mean, it, technically, depending it on the on the current disposition, it, it could. Yeah, exactly. It could be. It really could. V- versus, you call Fidelity, and they're going to liquidate the account. You're going to have to fill out some paperwork. The other company's going to take a week to receive it. Then once they receive it, they're going to sit on it for five. Like, I mean, you're literally talking like, especially after COVID. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, systems didn't. It, systems. Some systems improved, but for the most part. 
timing within existing symptoms, uh, systems did not, in, timing didn't get faster, it got slower. So imagine this world where they really don't have any incentive to be fast at all. They have more incentive to be slow because they make more money from their deposits. Yeah. So really, Ryan, the, the meat of this too is what it's always come back down to is we, and, and helping people understand this whole system, these two worlds, is they, they, they are both very good worlds in their own regards and in their own respect, right? What we've helped people do in a way that doesn't exist anywhere else is we've, we've married the two. And essentially what we've done is we've, got, we've, we've built the right relationships, right? Because for a lot of years, I mean, I've worked with dozens of different self-directed custodians. Like, I mean, dozens and dozens. Um, and so I know the good and the bad of all of them. But we, we've really worked a system where we've got the right relationship on the self-directed side, right? And we've got the right system on the conventional side. And we've brought the two together to where they're like, yeah, we don't care what happens as, you know, in between. And literally there are ways. And so, so, okay, in the self-directed world, if you average 10 transactions a year, you're paying over $1,500 a year on average. You're paying more than $1,500 a year. And that doesn't even include, like, like you said earlier, you're like, well, what if you want to call them for a consultation? Not for advice, but just a consultation on the logistics of the self-directed. Again, no advice. Mm-hmm. That's above and beyond that $1,500 bucks i am talking about and more and, and time and all that garbage. So w- essentially we've said, look, we, we want to eliminate all that garbage. Just put the pure tool in your hands. But more importantly, as advisors, we don't want to leave people to their, you know, to their own devices as far as, you know, screwing something up. And so, yeah, we're here as the advisor when people want it. If you don't, awesome. Like, we'll help you, we'll help you move from A to B and, and do it as fast as, as we can, like we're talking about. And, and depending on which account you build, you actually can do it without any fees. Like, literally, there's a way to do this. With, I will clarify though. I mean, if you're wire, if you have the wire monies, right, which tends to be the case sometimes with like real estate or whatever, you're going to pay a wire fee. But you're not talking like a $50 paper processing fee and a $100 asset purchase fee. And uh, literally, these are real things I'm talking about, people. And a check writing fee of 25 bucks. And oh, and like there's one that's a custodial sign off fee. I've seen that. And they literally charge 50 bucks for them to sign off as your custodian. Yeah. It's like, I, again, I get what they're doing. They're trying to protect people. They're trying to do things, and it's good, but it's not efficient in the least. And like you said, so, so imagine this. Imagine if you peeled off 150000 of your retirement, bought a property, right? Now, that property starts producing 1000 bucks a month, right? Most likely, for you to then, on, on a different platform, for you to transfer that, it's going to take weeks and weeks, and it's going to be very cumbersome. But imagine if you could automatically have that 1000 bucks a month, peel out, assuming you don't, now let's just assume on your property, you know, you've got it reserves, we don't need to worry about any of that. We literally just have cash, free cash flow of 1000 bucks. What if that 1000 bucks a month was kicking right back in automatically? Oh, yeah. Like, rent hits the 15th, on the 16th, your money kicks into your, in your, your, your partner, your married... Uh, conventional style account and literally that next day it's invested. Yeah. Right? Like, again, best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, I, and so it, good story. I just met with a lady yesterday and in the last year she had $15,000 in her self-directed custodial account that she had gathered just in rental income and I told her about this and she went, oh, so you mean that 15000 the last year could have been invested and I could have made 40% on it. 
I was like, yeah. Had we talked last year, that money would now be worth twenty plus thousand dollars. So she's like, "Well, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard." I'm like, "Well, thank Ty Hanson." Yeah, hey, I know. I, you know, my my head's getting. Ty's a not big very here, good at compliments, as you can tell. No, I don't do well with compliments. But again, the, the whole <laughs> point here is is as this has evolved, this has evolved from a state of look, Ryan and I, we want to we want to literally put the most sophisticated, cost effective tool in people's hands. And we also don't want people to kind of be left to their own devices and, and screw things up because that can happen. And as this has evolved, it's like, look, we've gone to all the middle people and said, look, take away your garbage fees. We'll take care of all the, all the logistics for the clients. Just re- get rid of all your crappy fees. Just give us the pure, simple custodial platform that we want. And they're like, sure, we found that, right? We got it. And we're actually, just as a little bit of a teaser, we're in the process of, of kind of, of building even more with that. Um, anyways, that's going to be, for that's, what's coming in like the next phase, yeah. man, it's going to be, be awesome. really cool. I, I, I will geek out. But yes, we, we've married those two worlds in a way, that, again, literally, it's like, think about that $400 million just, just last year. And I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into to returns on this, on this, this discussion. I want to get into this converse, but, but, but think again, Depending on how much risk you wanted to take, past performance does not, you know, this isn't, this isn't, I'm not selling anybody on, on an idea here. What I just want people to understand is yeah. that makes me sick thinking, even if it was 10% last year, heck, 5%, that's $20 million, $20 million. And they're pounding their chest like, yeah, we've got that sitting in cash. Uh-huh. It's like, oh. So, yeah. so again, yes. And not only that, like, Let's make sure that we've got the right individuals in place so that when you have questions, because yeah, you want to buy real estate, but it's like when all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I've got a problem or I need to put more money in or I need to make repairs. I don't know the right way to do this. Or, hey, I'm getting paid. Do I just put that in my personal bank account? Yeah. Like, no, no, we're, we we want to walk you through that and be, uh, you know, uh, um, we want to be somebody to help you with. But anyways, uh, we don't want part one to go too long. But yeah, like the Minotaur, the, the, the hybrid, the marriage of these two worlds. Yeah. Because, again, on their own, they've got the, the value and they've got their, their role. But trying to put those two together on your own out in the real world, it is the biggest. I'm telling you, people, I have dealt with clients that have had such a, such a just a gnarly experience that's not good. And then, as, as again, as our, what we've built to help these people is to, A, make it extremely fast, B, in some cases, re- reduce basically all the fees. Oh, yeah. And C, open up the entire – I mean, think about this. What is this opening up for somebody? The entire the universe. The whole, the whole world. It's the Wild West, but hey, again, this is oh, where – Oh, it's more than the, that. I needed the hat. I needed the hat and the, and the little badge and be like... Yeah, because what does that mean? There's a new sheriff in town. There is a new sheriff in town, and his name's Wyatt Earp. His name's Ryan Robertson. No. And his, no, Ty, and his girl... going to be the sheriff his, in this scenario. And his, Ryan Robertson and his girlfriend, Betsy Roth. Yeah, <laughs> Betsy Roth. I was so smart that she created that. I know. She, was, she knew what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so this is going to end part one, everybody. Yeah, part one. Okay, so part two's coming up next. We're actually going to do that simultaneously and just break it up so that we know yep. this will be part one, part two, and we'll do that yep. so you can to watch both of them. Yep. So, and, all right, Ty. And remember, some more what? taxation. Like, I mean, we're going to talk about a couple of cool keys of, of some of the uh, amazing, like there's some pretty powerful taxation tools you can get out of these things. So Yeah, well, that's going to be next part. 
part two yep. coming up. Everybody stay tuned. Watch the next one. Ty, appreciate your time on part one. Ryan, Great job, buddy. we always have fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, see you.